Today's topic is based on your vote. I put a Q&A sticker, an anonymous one, on my Instagram stories and I asked you guys to share, you know, to ask any question that you want to and I would be choosing the top three. So for the third question, the other two have already been answered on my Instagram stories. So make sure you are keeping up to date with that. And the third one, I am now answering here. And the question that came through and that was most popularly voted by you guys was what do you do when someone opens up to you and you are triggered but what by what they are saying especially if it's something that could later affect your relationship how do you hold space for them and also let yourself be heard this is such an important question and i think it pertains to all relationships the ones that it really pertains to i would say are marriages any kind of intimate relationship but also relationships with your children or your siblings so generally this is going to show up for relationships where there's it feels like there's a lot at stake your emotions are very entangled and it is normal to be emotionally entangled sometimes with the people that are close to us right so how do we deal with it there's a several there are several factors to look at here the first is having the skills to navigate your own emotions and hold space for your own emotions something that you will hear me saying time and time again through my programs is the more you are able to hold space for your own emotions the more you are able to navigate your own emotions the more comfortable you become with holding the space for other people if you are constantly judging your own emotions if you're constantly shaming yourself for feeling a certain way then when someone else opens up to you and says hey i'm feeling a certain way i'm feeling afraid or i'm feeling angry i'm feeling grief i'm feeling sadness just by them hearing that you are going to get triggered because you don't have the capacity to hold space for that the first step is you learning to hold space for your own emotions how comfortable are you with your own emotions how comfortable are you with your anger do you know how to navigate your anger do you know how to navigate when you feel embarrassed or ashamed do you know how to navigate your sadness or grief the more your emotional capacity grows the better you will get at holding space for other people's emotions and this is something that comes with number 1 the skills which i teach in my programs number 2 practice of the skills and over time you just develop that more and more now let's just say you are practicing these skills and you still hear something your for example your partner says something <clears throat> and it triggers you but at the same time you're like i really want to hear them out and you don't want your trigger or your emotions in that moment to get the better of you and stop you from listening to them what do you do the first is to admit to yourself that you are triggered so recognize hey i'm triggered right now that's okay you are human <laughs> you are going to get triggered you are allowed to get triggered it doesn't mean that you necessarily have to take action on every trigger but getting triggered in and of itself is not wrong or doesn't make you a failure it doesn't mean that there's something bad about you inherently okay so that's the first thing and sometimes just admitting that to ourselves that hey i'm triggered right now and that's okay that does not define me as a person in and of itself has to, can take a lot of pressure off you because suddenly suddenly you can just kind of breathe and go ah okay so i'm triggered now what the second thing is take note of what is triggering you in what they're saying so what is happening right now if the person is abusing you and insulting you and being derogatory derogatory towards you and i think we need to use these 
terms very carefully. When I say insulting you, being derogatory to you, I mean that in the sense that they are, you know, <clears throat> they are not saying things that are just hurtful because sometimes someone can say something that feels hurtful to you, but is not necessarily derogatory or an insulting. Okay. So, you know, um, I mean it when like they're now shouting at you, they're hurling insults at you, they're swearing at you. Are you triggered by that? In which case you need to draw, if, if that's the case, you need to then draw a boundary. Draw a boundary in that instance and say, hey, it's not okay to speak to me this way. I want to have this conversation with you. I want to hear you out. I want to hear what you have to say. I care about you and I care about this relationship. But I also know that I can only engage with you in this conversation if there is mutual respect. Now, I am committed to not shouting at you and not using derogatory language towards you. I need you to do the same. And if you can't, then I need to disengage from this conversation. And when you are ready to engage with me respectfully, without shouting, without using derogatory language, then I am happy to engage with you. And that, this would be a beautiful way of respectfully setting a boundary about what is okay in this scenario. <clears throat> now, what happens if they are saying things, this person that you care about is saying things to you that are not derogatory, not insulting, not raising their voices, but it still triggers you. That can still happen. So something they might say, they might say something that tell you or reveal to you that they're not happy about something that's happening in the relationship. Or maybe they're thinking, you know, they want to take the relationship in a different direction. Something that they are saying is bringing up stuff in you. What do you do? Check in with yourself. You know your capacity at that point. And our capacity changes, grows, and evolves as we engage in inner work. So if I have to look at my members in Boundaries Revolution, for instance, when they start off, their capacity for holding space, for hearing out their loved ones when, when their loved ones are triggered, or navigating their triggers is very, very limited when they first start. And then soon into the program, it starts growing. And by the end of the program, within a couple of months, alhamdulillah, these same members now have this expansive capacity and they'll come back and say, I, I can't believe it. Like I felt triggered, but I navigated it with such ease and navigated it in a way that just felt so good to me, right? So they recognize their triggers, but they know how to navigate it. So your capacity for this will grow as your skill sets for this grows. So you need to check in with yourself. Where am I at with this? How am I handling this trigger? Can I, can I continue listening to this without now exploding at this person, without being, without being reactive? Or do I need to tell this person, hey, okay, I've heard you and I need to process all of this. I need some time to process. So if you feel like you are not, you know, you, you, you've reached a capacity, communicate to this person. This is where you are now setting a boundary with yourself. If you can feel yourself going into the territory where you're going to get reactive, you need to set a boundary with yourself of, okay, I need to disengage from this. And this is not stonewalling. This is you being responsible as long as you are communicating. If you just storm out of there in a huff, then yes, that's not healthy. But if you say to this person, if you, if you communicate to them honestly and say, okay, I'm hearing a lot of things. I need time to process it. Can we come back to this? I'd like to come back to this. You're allowed to do that. I wouldn't suggest at this point starting to share with them what's triggering you and why it's triggering you because you, you probably don't have the capacity yet to engage on that without being reactive because you're going to say something, they're going to say something and then it's going to turn into something else, okay? Then when you've taken that space, you've taken that space and you're saying, okay, I'm going to process it. This is when 
you sit with yourself, you sit with the emotions. What am I feeling? What's coming up for me? What parts of this triggered me? How much of this is about me? What do I want to do in this instance, if anything at all? Do I need certain clarity? Maybe they said certain things and your brain is making a conclusion or making a meaning about it, but you're not entirely sure. You're like, they said this sentence and this is what I think it means to me, but is that really what they meant? Do I need to go back and clarify? So take some time to kind of Think about what was said and how you felt about it. I teach these skills in my programs, Boundaries Evolution, as well as Handle Your Emotions. I take you through the step-by-step process of what you need to implement at each of these stages and how you need to somatically process the emotions that are coming up. I hate to break it to you, but the emotions that you are feeling around your trigger cannot be processed through thought alone. They need to be processed on a somatic body level. And this is what we do. This is the somatic, sp- somatic spiritual experience you have in handle your emotions. Alhamdulillah. So this is where you take time. You gather yourself. You figure out what's going on internally. I think a big reason why people find it difficult to hold space for other people is that we don't have the skill sometimes to practice what's called interception. And interception is being aware of what is going on within me internally and how do I need to navigate that before I respond to the other person. So we skip that step and we start reacting to the other person because we know we don't feel good in this moment. I feel triggered and I want to sort that out and I don't want to feel this way so let me react to this person and try and change what they feel or what they are saying or the opinion of me so I can feel better and you can see how dysfunctional this can become so taking that time to reflect go inwards figure out holding space for yourself is really the biggest step to holding space for someone else when what they are saying is triggering you I hope that you have found this helpful. Feel free to share this episode with anyone that you think could benefit from it. Till next time, stay inspired.